Okay, we have to go back to the beginning of the Mimer to remember the questions because we're going to answer the questions in the, in, in the, at the end of the Mimer now, Yud Gimel. Their name has to do, this is the very beginning of the Mimer, their name has to do with the Gu'ul of the Jewish people and, the, and their praise. And Asher, Shevet Asher, Yud Aleph Nisan, of course, being the Rebbe's birthday, that's why the Rebbe is talking specifically about this Medrash. Asher Nikr Shmei L'Shem Gulasen Shel Yisrael. Why? How does the name Asher have anything to do with Geula? Come on the Tema, like it says, Be'ishra Shem Kol Goyim. All of the Goyim will come and and sort of either be happy on your part or or will sort of um, give you credence. And you will be a land of desire, I meaning the Jewish people will be like a land of desire, so says HaKadosh Baruch And that's the Geula. And the Shevach, what's the praise? Ashrayam Shekach Aloy. Ashrayam Shashem Alikot. Asher. Ein Yishurin Sheyisel Shebach. Now the part that Rabbi asks a lot of questions about. The joy of the Jewish people is not but the fact that that they chose the Kaddish Baruch they chose the Kaddish Baruch to be their God and the Kaddish Baruch chose them the Rebbe asked well, how can, what does that mean we chose the Kaddish Baruch choices between two things that are of some equality and how can it possibly said that be said that we chose the Kaddish Baruch what is there to choose him from Right. But we also asked the same question relative to us, right? That even though we appear like the rest of the people, but we aren't. Now, that question is a difficult question to understand because you would think that the reason we're different is because the Gershbach chose us. But okay, the Rebbe didn't mention that. Right. So therefore, when the Nasi Asher comes to bring his korban, he brought a korban based on the Bechira that a Gershbach chose the Jewish people from all the nations. So it doesn't mention. Us choosing a Kodesh Baruch at the end it mentions a Kodesh Baruch choosing us. Right? Even though it seemed that a Kodesh Baruch choosing us was only secondary to us choosing him at the beginning of the Medrash. It says we chose him and he chose us. And we bring a Korban because he chose us. Well, that seems to be that, that which was only of secondary importance two lines up in the mind. And that's what the Rebbe starts to ask. Okay? So the rest of it is the questions which we've already asked. Okay. So a nice Yud Gimel now, the end of the Mimer.
Okay, the last thing we saw was the need for the request from below, for the Roya. The Roya had the request from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he also be mentioned. And that's the Aveda of the Yid expressing his connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but that connection has to be revealed down here by virtue of our action down here. So the Roya, the Abishta did everything else. He brought back the sheep, he brought back, he made, he made the pen. But the Roya had to ask in order to be mentioned. And that the Rebbe said was that after Kaddish Baruch has done everything, the Iker is there should be a revelation below. And that revelation below has to come through the request of David, David Malka Mashiach. Okay. Pa'al pi based on everything we've learned up until now. Yesh Levar, we can now explain Hakesher, the connection Vashaychus and the relevance, the Bechir Yisrael Ba'Kaddish Baruch Hu, the choice of the Jewish people in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Bechir Yisrael Baruch Hu Yisrael, and the choice of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in Yisrael. The Bechir Yisrael Baruch Hu Yisrael, Liyah Yisleyam Segula, the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu chose the Jewish people to be his special people, Shuritzayne Hapnimi, the inner desire of a Kaddish Baruch Hu be Yisrael, is Yisrael, and as what we said earlier, that Yisrael comes from Pnimius Eratzen, right? And that was why, now, I mean, we already understand that, we just haven't thought about it in terms of answering the questions. But the Rebbe told us in Yud, that since the source of the Yid is Pnimius Eratzen, the source of the Jew is not the means to the end in the Abishter's will, but rather the end itself, the absolute will, so then we can connect to we can connect to absolute will and not see things simply as a means to another end, and that end serves me. We can go beyond that and get to the panemius of everything. And what's that? That's a Kaddish Baruch That's exactly why the Yid can, can choose the Kaddish Baruch So since the Abishter chose us, since we come from that place called panemius of and this is all the review, we said that already in Yud, since we come from this place of Pnimi Yisaratza, and so too we can connect to the Ebishter, meaning we connect to the end and not the means, and that's what the Rebbe says here in the brackets. Voleshem im acher. The Yidden aren't a means to another end. The Ebishter didn't create the Yidden because he wanted something else to happen. Now, yes, he wants the Ebedachtoyne, there's no question, right? but ultimately the, what the Ebishter wants is a Yid. Who has shardish, that's the source in us. Vanasinus Kayak and the empowerment, the Bakiris Baruch. The fact that we can choose a Kaddish Baruch. Canal, like we said earlier, Baruch at great length. The Zesh Yisrael Bakrim Bakadish Baruch, the fact that the Jews choose a Kaddish Baruch, Humipnei, Shashorshim Hubnimiasarotza, because their source is in Pnimiasarotza. The Jew comes, the Jew is not a means to an end, the Jew is an end unto itself. Okay, that being that being the case, so then we can connect to the end unto itself. What's the end unto itself? Why does the Jew serve God? Kacha. Because he's king. Right? I, what do I get from it? Well, I, I might get a lot, but that's not the issue. This isn't a means to an end, even my own spiritual end. It's simply an end unto itself. Serving Kaddish Baruch is right because it's emis and it's truth, and that's what there is. Right? Do we get things from that? We get unbelievable things from that. There's no question. But again, what's the, what's the motivating force? The motivating force for the Jew can be, I don't want your Gan Eden, I don't want your Elam Haba, I just want you alone. The Altar Rebbe, which the Rebbe is going to quote again.
Right. That, why? Well, because we come from that place in the Abishta, where the Abishta is saying, I don't want you for this reason, I don't want you for this reason, I just want you. <laughs> That's where we come from. So therefore, we can connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on that level. Right? Which is just mazel. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, that's very difficult. It takes real avoda. Well, that's what we learned in the previous oys that it has to, the 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 will set everything up, but ultimately the raya has to call out. The one from below has to call out to bring about a revelation of this connection. Even even though you don't, even though you're not at that level, you know, or maybe never retain it. It, it seems like just attempting when you attempt that that it it's life changed. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But we'll see what the Rebbe says about that. But yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Just the recognition of that's who we are is life changing. I mean, you know, anything can be life changing or not, depending on whether the person's open to it. Right? But since we come from Panim Yisaratzen, so we can connect to Panim Yisaratzen. Well, that's what we said. Right. So now we understand the Medrash. The Medrash says, the Abishar chose us. What's that? That's Panim Yisaratzen. So we choose him. That's Panim Yisaratzen. No, it, it's actually very simple once you understand everything the Rebbe explained over eight chapters. Right? One could say, And this is something the Rebbe asked at the end of it. He said, when the Kaddish Baruch Hu chose the Jewish people, he didn't cho- choose our Nisham, he chose our Guf. Right? Meaning, which goof am I going to put this thing called the neshama in? Okay, so so even that, and this is what the Rebbe asked at the end of us, the, the beginning of the Mimer, even that is only appears to be like the goof of a non-Jew. Right? Now, that's very strange, because you would think that the only reason it's different is because of the choice. Right? And yet, the Alter Rebbe says that the choice is in the goof that appears to be like the goof of the non-Jew. Well, when does it appear to be? Before the choice or after the choice? So it seems that the Rebbe says even before the choice it only appears, which is hard to understand because he would say that other Rebbe, the difference is after the choice. Yeah. But let's see. Why, why did the Ebshter Davka choose the goof? Because that's what gives us the ability, shegam binyanim gashmim, also in physical things. There'll be the revelation of pinimiyasaratzin. Meaning, it's one thing that on some spiritual level we have a connection to pinimiyasaratzin. Okay, and that's amazing and that's incredible. And every Jew has that. Okay, but what's it ultimately all about? It's ultimately all about bringing bringing that state of being into revelation in Gashmias, in physical reality. So our relationship to Gashmias is all about physicality, is all about godliness. I mean, even even our physicality is about godliness. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what gives us the kayak to do that? That the Bechira was in the goof. That the Pnimius Arotzen is not the, in the Shum of the Yid, it's the goof of the Yid. And so the Yid can express Panimi Yisaratzen with his goof. Which is really astounding. Shal nirgish behem. It's felt in the Yid. Shegam ha-gashmis Hashem. What does the Jew understand? Gashmis isn't simply a means to another end. It itself is an end because what's it all about? It's, it's the place where you can serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. What do you serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu with? Gashmis. Where does the Ebeshter want to be revealed? In Gashmis. Dear Here. So, 
on one end, yes, the Gashmis is a means to the end. In other words, the fact that it, it exists because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wants something to happen with it, from it, through it. Okay, that's true. Right? But the ultimate, the ultimate end is Dafka there in the Gashmias. Based on this, we can explain also the Karbonus. It says the Karbonus were the, the Karbonus were by virtue of the fact that the Kodesh Baruch Hu chose us. Oh, so that was when the Rebbe asked, wait a minute, why? It, it, at first it said we chose him and he chose us. Then it says he chose us. Why the emphasis on his choice of us after we had already seemed to emphasize our choice of him? Right? And the Korbanah said, Dafka, because he chose us. Why the emphasis on his choice of us? So that's what I was about to explain. Hayal Shema Bechir Shabachar Kodesh Baruch Abisrael. Af, even though, She'ein Ishurin Shil Yisrael. Even though the true joy of the Jew and the greatness of the Jew isn't Ella Al Shabachru Bakadesh Baruch is only because we chose him. Right, that they chose the Eishter, that we're the peacock in the Medrash, right? and that is the emphasis of the Medrash, not on the king, it's on us. Ki ikar ha'ilui di Yisraelhu, the ultimate elevation and loftiness of the Jewish people. Leizeh sheyesh ben mitzad lamayla, not mitzad what they have from above. Elo zeh shepeilim al yedei avedosim. That's which they bring about through their aveda. Meaning the greatest aspect of the Jew is not their essential reality as this incredibly godly thing, but rather the fact that they do things in Elam Hazah that bring about a revelation of Elokus. That's the most impressive thing about a Yid. Even though their essential reality is incredibly impressive, but that's all Milamayla, that comes from above. What's really impressive? What they do with that below. Ubezeh dafke, and in this itself... That which they bring about through their Aveda, who Iker Hanachas Ruach Vatainu the Kodesh Baruch. This is the Iker pleasure of a Kodesh Baruch. What gives a Kodesh Baruch more pleasure than anything else? A Yid doing a mitzvah. On a certain level, and this is what the Rabbi is saying, which is a Chiddush, on a certain level, even more than the essential existence of the Yid itself. Something gives the Ebsh a tremendous pleasure, the fact that there's a Yid. What gives them even greater pleasure? The Yid does a mitzvah. Right? And where can that happen? Well, that can only happen down here. So that's us choosing him. Aye, the reason that that's so amazing is because he chose us. The fact that the most special thing in the eyes of the Abish there is a Yid, that's that he chose us. The fact that the thing that gives the Abish the greatest nachas ruach is that we do a mitzvah because we're choosing him. Ella, shebechdei shiyeh, but in order that there should be lahem, the fact that a Jew should have the ability to do this unbelievable thing called a mitzvah, which gives the Ebesh to the ultimate nachas. Right? We learned it in Maim Rabim way back. I don't know why. I woke up this morning feeling like I haven't slept for about four weeks, and I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I slept Shabbos. But... Uh, The, 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 we learned it in Maim Rabbim. The, the Medrash says, the Medrash says that in whom did the Kaddish Baruch would take counsel? In the Neshamas of the Tzaddikim, the Kaddish Baruch Hu took counsel. So what does that mean? What does that mean, took counsel? Meaning when the Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to create the world, so he asked the Neshamas of the Yidden and said, should I create the world or not? Well, if there's Neshamas of Yidden, you'd think there's already a desire to create the world because the whole idea of that Neshama is that it's ultimately going to come down into the world, right? So, I mean, what's that about? 
So the Rebbe explains, this is at the end of the Maimur Maim Rabin, the Rebbe in from Tavshin Lamed Ches, the Rebbe explains that 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 in in the Abish's world there's no time. That means something that exists in our framework in terms of time in his is just there. That means what? That means up I mean it, it's a wild idea, but it's amazing. Up there in Atzimus, so, again, I'm using a word that doesn't exist in Atzimus, but Peseda, we can only do that. So to speak, just there's a giant so to speak in everything we're saying, because we're talking about Atzimus. Up there in Atzimus, so to speak, before this desire to create the world. Now, there is no before and after in Atzimus. <laughs> okay, Peseda. But before there was this incredible desire to create the world. Right. So, fine. So the Ebishter was just hanging around there, just being. Okay, then 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 what happened? The Ebishter had a desire for Dir So when that Chazal says, in whom did he take counsel? Meaning, so to speak, what convinced the Kaddish Baruch Hu to create the world? So the Rebbe says an amazing thing. A Kaddish Baruch Hu experienced Again, you have to word, you have to use these words in, in a context of time only because we're speaking. Up there, there's no such thing, and that's impossible for us to understand, but okay, that's just the way it is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, experienced the pleasure he gets from us doing mitzvahs. What was, what was the cat? What convinced the Kaddish Baruch Hu to create the world? The pleasure he gets from us doing mitzvahs. And then what did he say? Okay, I want that to happen in actuality. So he created a world, and now there's us doing mitzvahs down there. Now, in, in, in our context, that's all, you know, then and now. Well, there's no such thing by the Abishter. Right? But in, on a level of potential, the Abishter experienced, so to speak, and that also potential and actual. There's no difference in the world of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, because what separates potential from actual is what you and I call time. It's the potential for something to happen. And then it actualizes itself. Well, those are two places in time. That doesn't exist in the, in, in the reality of a Kaddish Baruch. So potential and actual are one and the same thing. Okay, that being said, so to speak, there was a potential pleasure from our mitzvahs, and then the actual pleasure from our mitzvahs, because we're actually down here doing it. So uh, how does that r- relate to previous idea of Hashem created just because he had a taiva? That was his taiva. Oh. To get that pleasure. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why does it give him pleasure, Bukhla? I don't know. Right. And if you would ask the highest levels of godly light, Chokhmah, highest levels of Chokhmah, godly Chokhmah, why does that give you pleasure? Go. <laughs> It's coming from a place deeper than me, Kochma would say. It's not coming from me. It's coming from I'm just a, I'm just some unbelievably incredible state of godly revelation. That's coming from the boss himself. That's like up there in Atmos. Meaning, so to speak, I mean not so to speak, there's something beyond the Abishta's seichel. Yeah, of course. Of course there's something beyond the Ebishti's Chochmah. Mm-hmm. Because Chochmah is just one aspect of godliness revealed. But it comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's why you're created in the image of God. There's something beyond your Chochmah also. Mm-hmm. 
Does that mean God's chachma isn't limit? Isn't is is limited? No, it's infinite. But it's limited to the extent that it's chachma and not something else. Okay. So what does chachma do? Whatever chachma does. What chachma does, whatever it does. God's chachma does that in an unlimited, infinite way. But it's still chachma, which means it's not something else. Okay. Right? Intellect is whatever intellect is. We've talked about that. And intellect is amazing and incredible, but there's only certain things intellect can do, and there's all sorts of things intellect can't do. Intellect can't throw a ball. Right? Intellect can figure out how to make a ball. It can't throw it. Can figure out how to throw it, but it can't throw it. Right. Ella, In order that they should have the empowerment al to do that avoda down there, and give that incredible pleasure to a kaddish baruch that's through his choice of us. Meaning, ultimately, and, and you know, this is sort of obvious, right? Ultimately, it starts with his choice of us because without us, there's, you know, until he chooses us, so we can't choose him because there's no us to choose him, right? So, so obviously, it starts with him. Oh, so that's why in the second half of it, when it talks about our Veda, it talks about his choice of us. Because what is it that gives our Aveda the incredible ability to give him nachas? Because he chose us. Right? Ah, what we're doing by virtue of doing that Aveda, hopefully, is choosing him. Now we could do it for ourselves. Okay, Beseda, we've been through that. And we're not going there. Right here, the Rebbe's not talking about, he's talking about the, 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 the equation of it all, not, the, not our Aveda of it all. Right? How we do that and what we have to what we have to focus on. This is okay. Now this is what is. What is? There's a there's a yid. What's the yid all about? Elokus. Okay. So when a yid does a mitzvah, that's expressing the choice, the the fact that he can do that, and bring about that incredible pleasure in the world of the Abishas because the Abishas chose him. Right, this revelation This was drawn down through the carbonus that Asher brought. The Nesef, that in addition, that in the power should be called Echad Misrael, in every single Jew mitzad because of his as a result of his source, but Pnimis and the Pnimis Aratzin of Hakadosh Baruch We know what that means because the Rabbi told us. What's unique about the Karbanas Da'asher? This was drawn down in an even more powerfully revealed way. That's Asher. Asher Yeshvei Veisecho. V'yeshleimer. Da'yedei she'amar admar azokin eloquit, Rabbi says. We said this was coming, but here it is. V'yeshleimer. Da'yedei she'amar admar azokin. By virtue of the fact that the Altar Rabbi said, I only want you who befrat and particularly, and this is something the Rebbe says so often about things like this. The fact that this was publicized by the Tzemech Tzedek. I'm sure there were things the Rebbeim did that we don't know about. Why don't we know about it? It's not relevant to us in any way, shape, or form, so why should we know about it? 
But there are other things that the Rebbeim did that we find out about. And not only do we find out about it, it might be that the Rebbeim themselves make sure we find out about it. Why? Oh, so that's what the Rebbe's going to explain. That's nitan hakeyach. It's given the power. Oid even more. Lakot, meaning more than the Abishter gave us. Meaning the Abishter gave us the power. In order to help reveal that power, which is what Mesh is all about, right? Bring it into Panemius, bring it into our conscious self, which is what we learned about in Atta Tetzava. Nitan hakeyach, oid yeser, lakot echad echad misreh. A Jew essentially has the ability to reach the level of Ich will nitas dir alive. I only want you. That's the nature of a Jew. Why? Because it comes from Pneumius Arotzen. Okay, but how do I bring that into a state of revelation so it's part of my life? Oh, so the Alter Rebbe helped give us the Kayach to do that. That the Alter Rebbe gives us the Kayach by virtue of that whole story in the Tzemach Sedek, by virtue of the fact that the Tzemach Sedek told us the story of Achula Achula. Ubefrat, particularly, who has a kayach to do that? Lahochim bekvesav udrochav, the ones who walk in his ways, the ways of the Alter Rebbe. Dehagam shiyeshle ribui ritzaynes, that even though he has a lot of desires, desires other than elokus, vaad leritzaynes shemitzad nevesh abahamis, to such an extent that he can even have desires mitzad the nevesh abahamis. Now that's very interesting. The first Rebbe Ritzenus could be Mitzad the Nevesh Elokis, but they're all Mitzad his own spirituality, not Mitzad the Ebishter, but Mitzad spirituality. The Nevesh Elokis, which we talked about, right? It's possible that there could be a Ratzon of the Nevesh Elokis that doesn't have to do with the Ebishter, it has to do with me, my spirituality, right? So, and, and then, of course, the Ratzenus of the Nevesh Elokis, which doesn't even have to do with my spirituality. I mean, it might, but it also might have to do with my. Gashmis, Shakola Ratsena Shaloya Beloy Lev Velev. That all his desires will be without a heart and with a heart, meaning all sorts of different things that the person will want. Oh, but what? The Ikar Ratsena. What'll his true desire be, even though he has all of these other desires? Why? Because he's down here in Ilamaz and he has Nevish Bahamis and he's a created thing. Ultimately, what? What did the Alter Rebbe give everything? The, the Abishter gives it to us as a birthright. The Alter Rebbe is the one that gives us the ability to reveal this. And all of the Rebbeim. The Iker his true desire, Yeh, Lahashlim Kavanasa Atzmus, to fulfill the Kavana of Atzmus, the essence of a Kaddish Baruch, Lase is Lehi Zbarak Debetachtene. That the Ebishter should have a dear betachtani. That's the ultimate rutzen of the yid. Al derech umein, similar to shahaya etzel admar azokin, similar to that which the Alter Rebbe had. Shalei rutzen mer nitas dechalain. I only want you. And where do we see that in our generation? So, having learned va'ata tetzava, we understand very, very well what the Rebbe what the what the Rebbe means because the Rebbe gives us the Kayach, the Alter Rebbe is the beginning of it with that whole story, Pseder, and that story was revealed by the Tzemach Tzedek, and ultimately it, it resulted in the incredible mysterious nefesh of the generation of the Friedrich Rebbe, but ultimately it it results in the incredible Kosi Slamar of our generation, which is a generation that all it wants is Dir B'tachtenim. The whole generation is completely and totally focused on the coming of Mashiach. And the fact that the Kaddish Baruch should be revealed in Elam Hazen, and that's all the Yid wants. V'gam Ritzenu Begashmias, also his desires in Gashmias, Yid Be'ikr, 
Bechtei lasseis es a gashmias klila lakus. Why does he want gashmias to yid? He wants gashmias because he can use gashmias to reveal alakus, to bring about a deal with Achtoni. And the Rebbe said that when the Rebbe offered Gashmias to people, only three people took the Rebbe up on the offer and they all got rich. And the Rebbe didn't, he said, I understand, why you people, why, why, did, why did no one put up their hand? So those three people put up their hand, they're all rich. Popak Drizhen, I don't remember who the third was. Popak was one, Drizhen was the other. There was a third. So the, the Drizhen and Popak both have on un, guilt. It's just beyond belief. I mean, they, they do good things with it, Baruch Hashem. Drizhen, you guys are going to get hats and suits from Rabbi Drizhen. Hmm. Well, you get it from him every year. He gives every, all the Lubavitcher Bachim get a new hat and a new suit. Pesach time from Drizhen. Right, was it the Israeli Bachim who come to New York for uh, they come to 770 to learn for a year. What does he do after Yom Tif? Buys them all a warm winter coat. <laughs> all this couple of these hundreds and hundreds of them. He gets everybody a nice warm winter coat. Why? Because the Israelis don't have warm winter coats. Because <laughs> most Israelis don't live in Yerushalayim and Svas. It's not so cold <laughs> in most of the country, right? Yerushalayim is cold. Svas is cold. Beresheva is not cold. Tel Aviv is not cold. Netanya is not cold. Haifa is not cold. They know there are cold days, but it's not. You don't need it. Yeah, you don't need a serious winter coat. Not like you need in New York. Even Yerushalayim, you can get by with something that's fine in New York. When it's zero and that wind blows, so he gets everybody a coat. That's 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 revolution. What else does he do? He basically pays for the tickets of all the bachim to go to the for Tishrei. Why? Because they have something called Dordea. What's Dordea? They sit and they learn Torah. They have to memorize Torah, memorize parts of Tanya, memorize Mishnayos, memorize Maimarim. And the more they memorize, the more money they get, and they can pay for their ticket to the Rebbe for Tishrei. That's also revolution. Millions and millions of dollars on the just on the bachim. Just he gives to the bachim every year. Fortune, right? Amazing, right? Okay, a character should be characters, right? Okay, but uh, when the when the rabbi said who wants to be rich, he put up his hand, right? And the rabbi was surprised. Why didn't everybody put up their hand? Why? Cause I, I I I don't know. I, you know, I always wonder. But I put up. I would probably would have embarrassed to put up. Who wants to be rich? Like you in front of the rabbi, where you can think about gashmis. <laughs> Nevertheless, the rabbi said, I "Understand? What, what, what do you want the gashmis for? So you can make it, the more gashmis you have, the more klilalukus you can make. So put up your hand. What do you want to understand?" So three people did, and they all became fabulously wealthy. Right? It was Purim, Dafka. Hmm? And through this, they'll also be drawn to him tremendous hashpa and gashmias. <laughs> After all that, right? Like the Alter Rebbe says, as the Eibishter git in Gashmias, the Eibishter is a Yemim. The Eibishter gives, I mean, it's the Alter Rebbe, it's, pretty, it's, it's quoted in a Yemim. The Eibishter gives to the Yidden Gashmias, right? The Eibishter creates us, and he, what does he give us? Gashmias. When Yidden machen from the Gashmias, Ruchnias, and what do we do? So now the statement is said in a slightly different way in different context. Another way of saying is the Ebishter mach fun ruchni is gashmis. The Ebishter made from spirituality, spirit, uh, physicality. And the yid mach fun 
Gashmias and the Jew makes from physicality Ruchni is spirituality by using it for Elokus. What? Yesterday? Well, yeah? I don't remember. But it's a Yermirim from what? The Chavdal Tefes? Or is it It says here, Dafka. Chav Zayin Tefes. As the Ebeshter get Yidin Gashmias and Yidin Machen from the Gashmias Ruchnias. The Mizem movement from this it's understood. The Kesha Kaddish Baruch and Nesin Lisa Ribui Gashmias when the Yid, when the Kaddish Baruch gives to the Yidin much Gashmias Eisin Yisro Ribui Ruchnias. What do the Yidin want from the Gashmias? Ruchnias. They don't see the Gashmias as a, I mean, the Gashmias on one end is a means to an end. But they see it as an end in itself. What is it? It's all about Panimius Aratzin. What's the Panimius Aratzin? The Panimius Aratzin is Dirbatachtainim. So they just see the, the Gashmias as part of that Panimius Aratzin. Ribui becomes Ribui Abeichus. Much in quantity and much in quality. Kamus is quantity and Echus is quality. Va'ad, to such, to letachli sashlemis until the ultimate perfection, the ultimate wholeness. Va'ad shemiskashim, misachdim, bekadosh boruch, until they're united and one with the Ebeshter, Yisrael, araisa, vekutsha bichu kulachat. Yisrael and the Ebeshter are one through the Torah. V'kolzeh nasa, misech simcha, v'tuv levav, and this is all done in a joyous way. As a, as a preparation for the time of our redemption, Pesach. And this also brings the day of our freedom in actuality. Okay. Don't kiss your book. <laughs> <laughs> to keep your book two, two meters away from you. <laughs> okay. This is not a mimer to now, okay, I learned it and put it on the shelf. This is a mimer to learn over and over and over again so that you live this mimer, you hear it in your head. That uh, there was a Yid who told the Rabbi Marash that he had finished a mimer, that he had learned a particular mimer. Rabbi Marash told him to learn the mimer 40 times. So 40 times? 40 times. So he learned the mimer 40 times, and he said that the rest of his life, everything he saw, he saw through the prism of that mimer. Mimer isn't something that you sit back and, you know, it's like watching a television program. Mimer is something that you break your head on and you learn it, and you learn it again, and you learn it again. And you, then each time you see new things and each time you notice new things and each time there's things that you thought you understood that you don't understand because there's something that you notice in the mimer. So wait a minute, why is that there or there? Why? Okay. And... Uh, this is one of those my marim. Right? Rabbi Kaufman complained to me the other day that a bunch of the guys who came up into his class hadn't learned Vyata Tetzava and Vyemishteyasar, and it's noticeable when he sort of discusses certain ideas with them. Wow. So they hadn't seen these my marim, and they just, there's things they just don't understand. What dimension is he operating on? Whatever that is, that's not dimension I want to be operating what? on. What? Whatever dimension Rabbi Kaufman's operating on, it sounds like What do you mean? He said that they didn't understand certain ideas, that, that you know, if he didn't learn Vata Tetzavah, he didn't learn Biyam so there's certain ideas in the Chassidus that you just wouldn't 
They wouldn't be self-understood. Such as? I don't understand. Well, you learn these two my mind. You tell me. What would you learn from Vata? Exactly. Kasis Lamar, Bidiyuk. The whole understanding of the Neshama that you get Vata Tetzava that you don't get anywhere else. Not the fact that there's a level beyond Yechida. There's a level of Etzim that's ultimately even beyond Yechida. I mean, it's out there, but you don't... The Rebbe, the Rebbe Shab talks about it in Ayin Beis, talks about a level of uh, two different levels in Atzmus, Mitzad the Ebishter. So the Rebbe talks about those two double, different levels of Atzmus, Mitzad the Neshama. What a what Veda is. What does it mean to, to serve the Ebishter? Most people relate to serving God as part of their own spiritual journey, spiritual growth. You know, Lubavitchers. Right? Now, they'll do it, they'll talk about it, and they'll understand it in a different way than, than someone who doesn't learn Siddhis, but it will still. Right? I mean, the, the, the Purim Sudha, when that Chosun sat down next to me, and said, there were, I don't know whether you guys noticed the whole, you know, I sort of I feel badly because I was rather harsh in my response, but, you know, when he's saying all, all that matters is Ratzin. No. It's not true. Ratzin is me. What matters is my sabbafail, what you do, not what you want. Obviously what you want is important because if you want also it's a shtu, so then you're holding there. That's true, of course that's true. Right? But if you want all sorts of shtus, and becholzeis, you overcome all that, then you do what the Ebrister wants every minute. So that's amazing. That's called his kafya, and that brings about a revelation of Seyvim. Right? What you want is the last thing any American bacher has to hear. I want to get up for chassidus. So, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> what difference does it make? Everybody who doesn't get up comes and apologizes to me every day. Oh, I'm so sorry, I wanted to get up. Cares? I mean, what difference does that make? Either <laughs> you get up or you don't, and that's the only thing that matters. Because you're not going to learn the mimer by wanting to get up. Right? You're not going to learn a page of gemara by wanting to learn a page of gemara. The only way you're ever going to learn a page of gemara is by getting blisters on your brain by sitting there and bashing your head against the wall to try to figure it out. And then when you do that, and you figure it out. You get it, and then when and then, then on a deeper level, you'll have to do that on whatever level you're learning, right? Relative to chesedus, relative to mark. I explained a lot actually. Huh? Thank you. Do they all believe that everything's rotsin, or is that like the? No, there is a. The Baal Shem says you're holding where your rotsin is. So of course there's, the, of course that's true on a certain level. I mean, who are you really? Well, what do you want? Okay, you're doing all these good things, but really you want to just sit and drink beer and watch football games. So you're a low life. Okay, so good. What do you want? You really want Elokus, but for whatever reason you can't get it together. Okay, so you're, you're, you're fine. Okay. There's something very, very lofty about you. But that being said, well and okay, great. That's true. That's what he was referring to, I assume. He said, right? I mean, I, you know. I haven't seen him since because I want to apologize for jumping on him, even though he should apologize to me for telling you guys, well, after you finish here, come to me and I'll set you straight, which is really unbelievable. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody noticed, but yeah, he said, oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so, um, but that's okay. Yeah, no problem with that. We're friends. I mean, he's my neighbor. We get along fine. <laughs> he got his anyway. His, his oldest daughter married a Lavavitcher. She's a Lavavitcher. But um, uh, it all makes sense. So, but um, that that whole, you know, that's it. That's that's the disease of the day. Right? 
that people have such a hard time overcoming what they want and their own their own goals and their own agendas and their own, you know I mean not that, that this is new I mean it's you know it's existential to humans but it might be worse today I don't know who knows but uh, and, and you know just get wait wait a minute hold on God has an agenda I have to hook into that one there's an agenda out there what is it it's called dear betaftaining where am I in there as opposed to, how can I sort of, okay, I'll figure out how to make it all work with, with my agenda, God's agenda. Will, right? and now, that doesn't mean that I don't have to figure out how to make it in Elam I have to figure out how to make it in Elam That's also part of God's agenda. But, but it's, it's, 